Hey, hello everyone, Sean Simons, PPG Grandpa. Welcome to episode 79. Tonight's guest is Neil Zeman. We are going to be talking about the electric paramotor. It's the SP140 from openppg.com. Make sure you go check it out. It seems to be the wave of the future. I don't know, what do you think? This is gonna be about an hour and a half podcast. So kick back and enjoy on clearproptv.com. When I first started this podcast, I never even thought that I would be able to fly an electric paramotor. But this last Wednesday, I was able to. So this this podcast is all about electric paramotors. Uh, what's in store for us as far as like the future of batteries and electric paramotors. Um, possibly even go over the review. Um, let's go ahead and introduce everybody on the panel. We got Never Trust a Skinny Chef Shane. How you doing, buddy? How are you? Doing good, my friend. Uh, I, I do enjoy your your Tuesday night show on ppgshane.com. Tell us a little bit about that real quick. Well, it's just a bunch of guys and ladies um, hanging out, talking about um, anything and everything. We're just, it's literally sitting around a campfire without actually all the smoke. Um, we're just having fun and just, we talk about paramotors, we talk about cooking, we talk about whatever pops up. If uh, you want to ask a question during the chat, and uh, put it in the uh, chat or during the show. If you want to ask a question during the show, put it in the chat and we'll run with it. We go all over. It's not one particular thing. It's a no-brainer. It sounds like fun. So how do we get there? We go, well, we should all go to ppgshane.com. Um, it'll go to my YouTube channel, which is Never Trust a Skinny Chef Shane. And uh, you'll find me there Tuesday night, 8 o'clock Central. And don't, Eastern, forget, Eastern. Don't, don't forget to hit that, that uh, subscribe and uh, bell notification. We also got Brian. Hey, Bill Waller. What's up, buddy? <laughs> what's going on? It's another day in paradise, man. It really is. Uh, uh, enjoy it. Now, were you able to fly today or were you just hanging out or what? No, I got out there to lay out my wing, man, and uh, let a balloon go, and it went up and started going pretty fast. And I pulled up the radar, and there's a thunderstorm about 20 miles south of me heading my way. So uh, I forego flying this morning. The, the two mornings before that, I had a nice hour-long flight. Um, just a great flight, man, for sure. So That's been awesome. lucky. Got to fly on the 4th of July. That's awesome. That's awesome. So how do people watch your uh, your YouTube and, and your shenanigans? Yeah, you can go to uh, ppgbrian.com. You can check me out on YouTube. I make a few videos uh, about paramotors and uh, some other stuff. That's cool. Digging it. Digging it. Digging it. Um, we also got uh, Linda Anderson. She is our cheerleader. Uh, she has a very famous son out there that does something on Thursday nights. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, your dot coms, and your son. Yeah. Hi, Al. Welcome. Uh, yeah, I am the mom of Robert Michaels, who hosts ParaglidingChalk.com on Thursday night. It's a fun show. We all hang out, lots of laughs, lots of shenanigans. Um, we talk about a lot of different things. I've learned a lot every time I watch it. It's a lot of fun. But you can find me on ParamomUSA.com. 
All right. Thank you so much. We appreciate you, Linda. And of course, if you guys want to be on the show, just get up with Linda Anderson. Just go to ParamountUSA.com. It forwards to our Facebook page and just message her and say, hey, I want to be on ClearPropTV.com. We also got JP Tool in the house. Uh, I think that he said that his internet is not all that good, but uh, as far as I know, he is the TikTok master. What's been going on with you, brother? It's true. It's true. Um, I am a TikTok legend, basically. Uh, I'm kind of a big deal. I'm pretty famous. I don't know if you guys can hear me. My internet has been in and out. Um, but yeah, uh, if you guys get a chance, go to jptulo.com. Hit me up on Instagram, jptulo, YouTube, jptulo. All sorts of jp. So uh, yeah. I just like to make uh, short little clips. It's all in fun. Nothing serious. Whatever. Just have fun with it. That's what it's all about, right? TikTok too low. Yeah, TikTok too low. Hey, real, real quick, real work, real quick, uh, JP. You had a um, a cat that did something on your on your uh, TikTok. You had like millions of views. What, what's what is it up to right now? Uh, I think it's right around. Last I checked, it was at one point nine million. Wow. Um, you are famous. Like, uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> TikTok views are a lot easier than YouTube views. So, because the, the they're like 10 second clips, you know? So, I might have to um, try that eventually. Yeah. Hey, we also got uh, who's that? Will Fly? Will Fly PPG.com? He's here. What's up, buddy? Good to be with you. Yeah. I like flying paramotors and I like making videos. You can find me at uh, willflyppg.com or willfly on YouTube. And where'd you go, JP? Hey, your internet's slow. I understand that. You're in Ohio, right? Oh. <laughs> yeah, just, I just wanted you to know that North Carolina is first in internet. Oh, God. Here we go. Here we go. First in flight, first in internet. Man. I got news for you. The internet was born in Ohio. So. Hey. But is, is, is Al Gore from Ohio? <laughs> yeah. yeah, he invented it. Yeah. That is so funny. Well, guys, uh, appreciate you guys uh, being on the panel. And uh, tonight's guest, we have Neil. Neil uh, uh, Zeman, is that correct? Am I saying it right? Yeah. Zeman. And uh, Neil was very gracious enough on Wednesday to let me do an unboxing of his electric paramotor. Uh, we put it together and he let me take it up for a spin. And let me tell you, that was absolutely incredible. This whole podcast now is about that electric paramotor. And if you guys have an electric paramotor or you want to know more about it or, or ask questions, please ask questions in the chat. I think Shane and Will are going to be uh, keep an eye on that. So um, let's go ahead and talk with Neil. Neil, welcome to the show. Appreciate you being here, buddy. Nice to be here. I think I'm the only one without a YouTube channel. <laughs> yeah, and if you go to paramotorguest.com, it forwards over to your Facebook. So if you guys <laughs> want to see his Facebook and uh, say, hey, I want to be your friend, make sure you go to paramotorguest.com. It forwards over to his YouTube. Now, what got you? Well, before we start going into the electric paramotor thing, Neil, tell us a little bit about your background. I know that in the description down below, we do have a little bio about yourself, but um, Tell us a little bit about yourself real quick since you're here. Yeah, uh, I was, uh, you know, I really don't know where to start. I'm a big nerd. I have way too many hobbies. I've done everything from skydiving to scuba diving, 
Um, I joined the Navy when I was 17, went into nuclear engineering, um, served above board submarines, um, got out, went to college in Arizona, where I was fortunate enough to learn how to hang glide. Um, I went hang gliding all over the United States, made my way up to hang glider instructor, and I eventually moved back home to Arkansas to be with my mom after my dad died. So I uh, got married, had a, a little girl, and kind of dropped out of hang gliding for a while. Um, there's a big difference between the, the environments in Arizona and Arkansas about how the people get together and fly. Um, so I dropped out for a little while. When I got back in, I decided that I was going to change over to paragliding because I like the fact that I don't have to drive um, three hours to go to a mountain. I can fly a paramotor. So that's where I'm at now is I'm getting ready to start paramotoring. And I bought an electric paramotor because I cannot keep two-stroke gas engines running. Um, my weed eater dies after a year. And I figured the, the paramotor is probably too expensive to, to buy a new one every year. That is true. The, the motors are kind of, um, kind of expensive. Um, and they do take a lot. I mean, the more you use them, the more you got to maintenance them. Unfortunately, I'm, I'm on another hundred hour maintenance already. So replacing a bunch of stuff does cost hundreds of dollars. Now you do have the electric paramotor. Yes. And if you wanted to get another battery, we determined that it was what? $1,800 for a second battery. Well, it's $1,800, but as an owner of their electric paramotor, they do give you a $400 discount. So although it's still steep at 1400, it is a little bit uh, of a bonus. Gotcha. Why would anyone buy the battery if they didn't own the? Um, it comes with one as the package, but you could buy a second or third one um, to charge while you're flying. Yeah, yeah, no, that's, I think that's a great idea. I think that's a ticket, especially if you have a way to hook it up to your vehicle or some way of charging it in the field. So, you know, you can, I don't know how long it takes to charge, probably a while, but. Uh, um, it's about two hours. Oh, really? Yeah. It, after we. Oh, that's a ticket right there. You know, if you show up to the, the field in the morning with two charged batteries, you fly with one, you land, you plug it in. You fly your second battery. By the time you, that's done, the, you know you almost have uh, three batteries to fly in the morning, and then uh, you know charge them all, have them ready for the evening. Again, I, it's not a terrible idea. I think, uh, yeah, yeah, not bad. Um, uh, I mean, I would love to get an electric paramotor. I think it'd be really great. Hey, Kent Stamey, thank you so much. I see that $10 uh, donation that you uh, gave in the super chat. I also see that you're green. You got a, you got a green membership. So uh, you're actually a member of this channel. We appreciate your support. See that little cool little thing that he's got next to his name? That's because he became a member. So we appreciate you, buddy. Uh, remember, any, anytime that you guys uh, donate in the chat, or if you become a member, actually right now, I was gonna say that uh, if you become a member, 
and we have different tiers. Um, we'll go ahead and send you a, uh, a free paramotor calendar calendar once I get all the calendars in from Canada. So thank you very much, everybody. We appreciate you. Um, got a I couple of ordered. what's that? My calendar is I can, I already ordered my calendar from the website and it should be already shipped. I should be well, getting it any minute unless, well, unless it's got to go through you. Well, it's got to go through you, Sean. No, I, if you ordered it on the on the website, it's going through uh, through Jim. And uh, if you would have waited, I was going to send everybody on the panel a free one. But you know, whatever you want to do. Hey, the more the more uh, you donate, the more you donate, the better. So it's no big deal. I'm just going to point out that February is a great picture. To say that. Well, for people that don't know, what's February? Um, that would be me. Just so you know. Cool. Unless I see, unless I seen the picture wrong, but I think it's you know, I think Bob, I'm February. because February is the shortest month, and they wanted to get rid of that picture. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> That's wow, kind of like being baby. born in. Uh, just hurry up and get rid of you, so you can do great things <laughs> elsewhere. Hey, Neil, since uh, since you let me fly your paramotor, um, I'm going to get you a calendar uh, for free also. So we appreciate yeah, thank it. You. And, well, thank you very much. I, I enjoy this. Now, when are you going to be able to fly? Because you free fly, right? So Yeah, I'm probably going to be going out this upcoming week and trying to get in the air with it. You are. Have you um, have you gone through an instructor or are you just? I was going through Britton Shaw. Uh -huh. um, and I'll probably hit him up sometime this week he's been doing a lot of free flying in buffalo and panorama right now okay now well all right so you already got him as an instructor he's already going to yeah. train right okay. yes well that's cool you know what i'd like to do is i like to charge that battery 100 percent and then take it up i'd love to take it up well maybe you're gonna have to take it up first but i'd love to take it up and see how long it really lasts. I mean, will yeah. it really last for an hour? Will it last a little bit more? If I midday fly and try to get some uh, some some lift and do some thermaling, will the battery last longer? If it does, how much longer? So many questions. Yeah, I think everyone that's flying them right now is is learning it because this paramotor only came out this month. Um, it's brand new. Um, the I was I think hundred down the line of getting them, so we're in the first hundred of them shipping. So that's fresh, but at the same time, there's still a decent amount of production. Which I think an interesting thing is that there's going to be software updates for the yes. speed controller, which is you know awesome. I hope they stick with it, and uh, you know not that there's going to be bugs, but there's always bugs, and. Uh, to, to have the opportunity to phase that out with patches is uh, good. You know, uh, there's a lot of people that have already asked about um, the battery and what happens if it catches on fire and has it, has it caught on fire? And if it does, what do you do about it? I mean, that seems to be a, a, a concern. Have you heard anything about fires with these batteries? I haven't. I haven't heard anything about fires on them. Um, I do know that there was a Tesla plaid car that just got on fire, but 
still the, the fires on electric vehicles are still a lot lower than gas powered vehicles. Okay. Um, we, we had a guy on the show here that had a, a battery, lipo battery for his electric start to cut on fire and he had to land it. Remember? And it was right beside his fuel tank. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. I, yeah, I remember that. He, he did a spiral down to the ground from like five hundred thousand feet, land as quick as he could. I'd spiral down too. <laughs> um, I don't know. It, it sounds kind of scary, but I don't. I don't know. I I don't see. I don't worry about. I don't worry about when I'm flying a paramount. I don't worry about the gas tank catching on fire. I don't worry about, you know, collapses on the wings. I don't worry about the lines breaking me plummeting to the ground. Honestly, when I'm flying, I feel the most relaxed I've ever, I've ever been in my entire life. So um, we do have a question in the chat from Captain Braylon. Since you don't have an exhaust, how do you have a smoke system and how does that work? I don't I, I I don't know. Don't pair um, people that uh, do the parachute thing. They have something they can connect to their feet and it burns. I they smoke bombs. Smoke bombs, right? And that lasts for about a minute or so. So I guess you could put that on. What do you guys know about that? Anything? I mean, like you're you doing can vape. Real, you could use one of those. No <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? The canisters? Yeah, I've seen them. I've been looking at them too, but they're kind of expensive. What do you think, Neil? That I'm not sure. I haven't gotten you know to that point expensive? of flying yet. You know what else is expensive? Drilling a hole in your $600 exhaust. <laughs> yes. What was the Shane saying? You just vape? <laughs> Shane yeah, just I just vape. <laughs> yeah. It's the same thing. Yeah. That, that's, a, that's a lot of vaping, I think. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, somebody said also, too, that this paramotor is not the first paramotor that Open PPG has made. The first one I think they made was the, uh, the one that has four different motors, and they have them spinning the opposite way so there's no torque. But the efficiency sucks on it so i think they stopped doing that one is that correct neil yeah they've um went away from it because efficiency um it was getting 15 to 25 minute flight times um they also used a, a more like a, a smaller bonka battery that you hooked several in series instead of one big battery i wonder what would work better do you have any idea um, they went to the big battery because of the capacity of it. Um, oh. it's more of a streamlined design instead of having, uh, four to six little cases, they went to a customized battery. Right. Okay. Hear me out. Ready? Electric paramotor. Okay. With a rechargeable battery on board with a small two-stroke weed eater engine to recharge the battery not to spin the prop just like a hybrid vehicle what do you guys think no man you got to use a small turbine jet turbine okay yeah powered by the wind right you got a jet powered paramotor Ooh. it's just a little bitty mini turbine man will produce a lot of electricity 
I like it. I like it. Have you seen that uh, hang glider that has that uh, jet turbine on the back of him? Yes. What? The Red Bull thing, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like a wing suit, right? It's like a rigid wing suit. Yeah. Talking about that guy? No, it actually yeah. had a um, a hang glider, and then okay. on the suit, while he's flying the hang glider, the fixed wing, he had a jet engine on it. Back in the the late nineties, um, there was a paragliding or a hang gliding um, school down in Florida that put a military APU jetpack on their Dragonfly tug. So they could actually pull you up with a jet powered ultralight. And Let me know if this is terrible, guys. Yes, that's the one I remember. They actually could pull, tow a hang glider up to 18,000 feet with it. Wow. 18,000 feet. That's a lot. Yeah, it took a while to get up there, but their normal a tow. Tank up there with you? Their normal tow is up to 2,500. So I got a question about your electric paramotor. I mean, does it have like a, a voltage gauge that you keep yes, an eye on? So you it know has it. A, on the controller, it has the voltage on it, it has an amp meter on it, and it has capacity left. Um, okay, so it basically tells you how much flight time you got left with capacity left. Yes, of capacity. Okay, have you ever flown it to? Uh, was it you know near zero capacity and what happened? I haven't flown it yet. I just got it Wednesday. Wait, okay. Sean, and you haven't flown it? I wow. haven't flown it. Oh well, you're kind of you're still new. Yeah, I'm still new to paramotor. So, so you haven't flown a gas powered paramotor either, then? Nope. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. That thing is fascinating. Will wants one, don't you? <laughs> Isn't it? I mean, that that's amazing, man. How yeah, long he climbs it? Over. It's only got like it only has like a minute and a half worth of fuel. Can you make it over? Can you make it over? Um, fifty. Asking for a friend. Can you make it over on the electric paramotor? Can you make it over 4950? 400 or 4,900? Can you go up to a mile? A mile? <laughs> as long as you got battery capacity, I'm assuming so because you don't have the problem with carburation. So you don't have a fuel air mixture that changes. Um, yeah, that's true. That's a good point. You don't you have, have to have lots of lift from the wing, but uh, yeah, you have. No change in thrust. Yeah, no change in thrust. So you're limited by the lift of your wing. When was that, JP? How long ago was that uh, Rocket Man? Uh, let me check. I mean, te technically, I, I guess. Was, you you would have changed. Born. That video was posted uh, February of 2020. 2020. Man, what a freaking sport that would be. And this yeah. is what I was talking about. See, the hang glider has a jet on the back. Oh, yeah. Can I help you? So it's I mean, not that big. We could actually have a little jet like that on our paramotor, I think. I mean, there's uh, automotive makers that have tried to pair jet turbines with uh, hybrid vehicles, you know, as a charging source. 
for the batteries. Um, I mean, the technology is out there. I heard anybody putting on a paramotor. That would be freaking awesome. I think the throttle response isn't very, uh, Oh no. It's, uh, that, that's the problem. The a jet turbine really needs to run at a very high constant RPM. Constant, exactly. and you need a different type of transmission. Right. Back in the sixties, Chrysler had a turbine powered car. And they produced, I think, three or four hundred of yeah, them. Yeah, I saw yeah. that on Jay Leno's garage. It's really, he's really got cool. Only a, one that's operating right now. Right. And it was they, actually they called. made a, a jet-powered motorcycle too. Jay Leno's got oh. one of the only ones. A Y2K. Yeah, that's it. I uh, pulled up next to one of those in traffic once. It was. It sounded like a freaking jet, like. Like pulling up next to a fighter jet. It was the, the craziest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. It was really cool. Really cool. Not a bad way to spend $100,000 either. Well, you know, when you're rich, I guess you can do anything. Uh, JP, was that your question about what kind of battery is it? Yeah. You, was you that about what kind of battery technology they're using? No? No, I'm not sure on it. I wonder if it's on the site. It's OpenPPG, you said? Yeah, it's OpenPPG.com. And where are these made? They're in Ohio. Um, really? Yeah. Really? Birthplace of aviation. How about yeah. that? <laughs> Birthplace. Nice to see Ohio get in the game finally. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> she got fired. That was awesome. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> That's hilarious. Shay's on a little bit of delay, Steve. I'll just give him a second. He'll catch up. <laughs> uh, I'll be uh, all right. Uh, Sean, what did you think about flying this electric paramotor, man, since you're the only one that's flown it? Well, um, I was – I don't know. I, I, before I flew it, I was thinking, you know, it, it, well, number one, the throttle's on the other – uh, the other hand, it's a, it's a left-handed throttle and I'm used to the right-handed. So I'm like, okay, what's the difference on this? And there's different, um, and there's different, uh, modes. There's a beginner mode, there's a sport mode and, um, uh, real, I guess real quick, uh, Neil, what's the difference in the modes on. It's the, the percentage power that they can go up to. Um, the cruise mode is like 60% a limit. It won't go from 60 to 100% thrust. On what? On the basic or what? On, well, I know it has the basic and I know it has the sport. Um, the basic will only go up to 60% of the sport. Okay. Because I was running on the sport and when I went full throttle, I felt like I was... I felt like I had a jet on my back. I mean, the, the angle, I mean, I was flying like this and my wing was way behind me. I'm like, holy crap. And all I see is the sky and my, and it was, it was awesome. I'm like, I'm, I hope I don't parachute, but there was enough, uh, there was enough thrust that it just kept me going up. And I was really impressed. Um, I guess I could pull up that, that video and uh, show you, but I really loved it. Uh, I am really thinking about getting, um getting one in the chat was it greg that uh has the the first version of the open ppg is that what i saw 
Greg Jensen. Yep, he made a comment in the chat about having the X4. Yeah. Um, Greg, if you want to jump on and chat with us and let us know what you think about that first version, I just put that uh, uh, passcode in there. Um, let me pull up the video. I just did the video, and I just posted it not too long ago. Um, it, it was pretty awesome. Um, I guess we could put it up. I don't know. Maybe later. Maybe later. Let's go ahead and continue to chat with uh, with Neil since he's on here. Neil, um, you're going to be going up pretty soon, you said, right? So you're actually yeah. training on the electric paramotor. Yeah. Um, one of the things that I found that I liked about the electric paramotor, is if you're not squeezing the throttle, it's not idling. The, the prop's not spinning. So you're, all your ground handling doesn't have an idling motor behind you. Um, so you can get your, your wing to kite above you and then turn around or pre or launch forward launch. And until you need to throttle, you don't have the spinning prop. Yeah. So, but when, when I was doing that reverse, for some reason it turned itself off or something happened. And, uh, when I was ready to go, I had nothing. I had to turn around the kite, the wing again and, yeah. and double click that button. I'm not sure if there's a time time limit which would kind of suck if you're free flying the wing um like thermaling with the wing and it turned off and you needed to start it up real quick yeah i'm not i'm not sure i'm not sure maybe but it was on right i mean we yeah, did it on. On. okay greg i see you in the waiting room i'm i'm letting you join um so is, is there a cruise control on this since it's electric paramotor does not technically a throttle cable um does it have any sort of a cruise built into the throttle it, control i didn't see one but i think that they said that they can do um updates on it yeah. because it's all electric so they can actually do yeah. software updates to do different things i heard him mention that i watched the sp140 like the unboxing by open ppg and they do mention that I, I if i remember correctly i think they said that it's not a feature at this moment but they, it will be um for I mean, if, you're, if you're thermaling and stuff like that i could see where electric paramotor would be awesome not having to worry about your engine getting cold and having to be able to recrank it um i mean that's awesome yeah so i'm well, hoping great. i'm hoping that neil will let me take it up and thermal with it one day just to see how much uh, thrust and how much of that uh, one-hour battery I can actually use. Um, Neil, real quick, uh, we got Greg on here. He apparently has that first version. Uh, Greg, um, so so you had the first version. What would you think about it? It's it's an, it's an amazing machine to fly because there's absolutely no torque. I learned on uh, a Blackhawk 125, and my very first takeoff, I was leaning hard on the left brake and leaning hard on the left risers and trying to fly runway heading because I was trained to fly runway heading. Uh, and and then my instructor's piping up in the earphones going, yeah, we usually do a right-hand pattern real quick on those because of the torque because you can't fight it. But the X4 is just makes it so easy to for for a, a noob, right? Like I had 10 flights on the, on the, uh, the Blackhawk, but with the X4, it's just, you just punch it and it goes. It's just you know, I kite the wing, I get it stable, 
squeeze squeeze the trigger down. You know, you just push. I got a thumb thumb one on it. You just push it, and you're in the air. It's it's dead simple. Once once you know it's going to go, it's going to go. They said and that they're and they it said feels they're very solid, trustworthy. Yeah, they said that they were going to stop making that, or they did stop making it. Is they stop. Yeah, they stopped producing it as a as a um, as an assembled unit. They they used to sell it. Uh, they would charge like an extra five hundred or seven hundred dollars to ship it to you assembled, but you could buy it as a kit, a bunch of bolts and and carbon plates, and it, it takes probably well, I guess if you're really at it, you could put it together in a weekend or two. Um, I took my time and bought some upgrade parts here and there, and it took me about three months to put it together, and then another three months for the weather to turn good. But um, it. They don't sell it as an assembled unit, so it really is a do-it-yourself kit, like a kit PPG, I guess. <clears throat> is, is this the one that actually folds down to like a yep. briefcase? Yeah, yeah. That's the other advantage of having the four small propellers is you line them up and then the arms fold in, and it doesn't take up much more wing room in the back of the car than my wing does. And I can put it, because it's not fuel, I can put it in the back of an SUV. Right, I don't have to have a carrier outside the vehicle at all for it. That's cool. Um, yeah, very cool. It makes the you know paramotoring I, I got into because it was the most convenient and easiest and most accessible way there is to fly, and the the X4 just made it that much more convenient and and easy. Um, Neil, do you remember how much your paramotor weighs? Uh, right at seventy six pounds. Seventy six pounds, and that's with the battery and ready to go fly, right? Yeah, that's yeah. Right. Mine, mine's about 60. I'm a little bit lighter. Is there a difference With, in flight time? I the his is the the single prop of course is a lot more efficient than four little ones. Um, I'm flying with uh, with maximum battery you could want to carry so it's about 60 pounds. Um, I think the battery capacity is about equal to the to Neil's machine the SP140. I got 4 kilowatt hours of of energy. Um I've been my maximum flight right now 25 minutes um, because I like to hit the field with enough time to make sure I got to go around um, and I don't have a lot of real good outs where I fly it's quite mountainous and forested so uh, I've been you know stretching my batteries a little bit more but yeah 25 30 minutes people do quite often if you don't go high I have to go high in order to clear trees. <laughs> Gotcha. No, Neil, your battery is an hour battery, right? So there's an hour battery and there's a half an hour battery. Is that correct? Yes. So um, what's, is there a difference in weight or size? 20 pounds weight difference. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah. that's a pretty big difference. Yep. The, the paramotor without the battery is 36 pounds and the battery is about 40 pounds. And Sean, which one are you flying with here? Is that the hour battery or the 30 minute battery? This is the hour battery, and um, I'm not used to, you know, carrying a motor on my back because I have the Angel, you know, which basically can be kept on its skids until I'm ready to go fly. So this is the first time that I actually held something on my back, and it was pretty darn heavy. Um, however, as soon as I did the reverse and it got that above my head, all the weight of the paramotor went bye-bye. And right here, I turned around, was ready to go, and then... It wasn't yeah. doing anything. You, so I you had, forgot to arm the motors. Uh, it was already armed. That, that's oh. that, that's you, what you it was strange. I don't know if it turned. I don't know if it turns off or what. Or you might have double clicked it inadvertently while you were kiting. Disarm it with the same. Did you remember to prime it? You. Yeah. 
are you warming the are you warming the exhaust up to a certain temperature? Right. Yeah. So this was almost, you know, this was not very much wind. I was really surprised I was able to even do a reverse. But man, I threw on the uh, threw that power on and it took me up. I, I bet you anything, the difference between that and a Moster 185 is this probably has about 35% more thrust yeah. and more power than the yeah. Moster 185 does. And I use a Helix too. So I took this I thing out for about a 20 minute spin. I know you just got it and you don't know this, the answer to this question yet, but I know there's a difference. I wonder what the difference between, uh, you know, flying at 80 degrees Fahrenheit and 40 degrees Fahrenheit has on the battery life. I know the, the colder the battery is, the less flight time you have. For example, I had a Segway I used to use for work and we yeah. got almost four hours out of the batteries on a summer day and almost less than two hours on a winter day. So it had a huge That's, difference. Yeah, surprising. Um, I, I don't know how the SP1, uh, SP140 will work out, but for the X4, I did notice that if uh, the first few times that I flew it, um, it was taking me a long time to set it up. And while it, if it was cold outside, I was flying the first few flights in January, February, and you know, well, five degrees C, right? the batteries would get cold. And then, uh, so my first climb out would be a little soft. I'd look at the amp meter readout and it'd be a little bit low and going, oh yeah, my batteries are cold. And I just do a circuit, come around, hit it again. Oh, now they're warmed up and the amp, the amp draw comes back up as the batteries warmed up. Um, my Just recently I flew, uh, it was, we had a really big heat wave here. We were under a heat dome and, and I waited for it to cool off. So it was only 30 degrees outside, 30 degrees C. So what is that, about a hundred? And uh, the the batteries were lighting, you know, were, were good right away, but you know, that that, that kind of heat almost could feel uh, like density altitude with it, but the batteries were fine at that temperature and they didn't even warm up at all. Does this but thing cold, normally- Cold batteries are not good. <laughs> cold batteries are not good. If you if you want, it, want that thing to punch you, you know, to have all the power, that you, mind you, it's overpowered. But if you brought that out with uh, and let the battery chill down, it, it's not going to produce the power that you'd be used to it doing. But, Got you. <clears throat> so it, it makes a significant difference then. I, I figured cold, probably. Yeah. yeah. Light bulbs <laughs> don't like to be cold. Take your cell phone out of your pocket while you're skiing and it's going to die. <laughs> what You look pretty excited there, Sean. What, uh, what excited you the most about it? Well, um, First of all, it's a three prop. I have a three prop for my Moster, but I got the 130. This is a 140. And the difference, I don't know if it's a difference in size, but his 140 is amazing. I don't have that weird harmonic that goes womp, 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 womp as I'm flying with my three prop. So I think I'm going to go ahead and get a, um, a three prop 140. Um, and try that since this one works so well, what I really liked was the thrust. Um, it got my fat belt up quick. I mean, how many steps was it? It wasn't that many steps. It was two or three steps. I wasn't expecting all that extra thrust that I had. I mean, usually my most ride with this wind, probably eight steps with this, uh, with this setup, it was three steps. And I was like in the air, I'm like, Whoa. And I was climbing like crazy. And it's quieter. It's quieter than my X4 too. I noticed that on the video. Oh, was it quieter? It's quieter than my X4 for sure. Those four little props buzzing away. <laughs> but it sounds like a drone. I, 
I turn my hearing aids off. Yeah, we can strap that. You guys uh, know if that's a Moster 185 because it shares a common bolt pattern. Yeah, that's one it's of the things I was, I was, same, I was wondering. Yeah, that's one of the things I was wondering. Can I take this motor and put it on my angel frame? I'm not sure about that, but like I said the prop. Is it a you know, standard reduction prop? Is it a 2.68 prop or a 2.87 prop? There's, there's, uh, it can be the same bolt pattern and still not be the right prop. Are you? I'm not really for sure. I mean, um, we can size it up one day when I come over. Yeah, it has to do with the uh, the pitch, I believe. Mine's a 2.68 um, for for my um, Moster. And I made sure when I got the prop that it was a 2.68 reduction pitch. But there's nothing on the prop that tells me what the pitch is. So anyways, I'm just, I, I, I do a, an overview of what, what I felt, um, how awesome it was. I, I, I mean, I was expecting a little bit more weight shift, but all in all that, I, I just love the thrust. I was like, this is cool. I wish that I had a, uh, I was able to switch from my right hand to my left hand as far as like the ability to, to maybe unplug, you know, the throttle and plug it in. Oh, the throttle cable itself was like a plug that you plug into a wall from a vacuum cleaner. Is that it was the same feel? It was just like a vacuum cleaner type of you know um, feel. Hmm. It wasn't like a throttle uh, handle, which was a little bit more thicker. It just felt like a regular, like just a, a regular cable, which was different. Um, yeah, my throttle cable just feels like a just electric cable. It feels like a cable you'd plug your cell phone into to charge it, like a charging cable about. The same kind of feel a little bit longer uh i don't know about the sp140 neil probably but the uh on on my x4 you can actually switch the throttle to the other hand you just change the code you can go on online with it plugged into the computer and and select it for right hand or left hand or you can select it for metric units or imperial units but I can, you can select it for right hand readout so that the readout is upside up when you've got it in your right hand and then you just route the cable around to the right side and you're done I'm pretty sure the SP140 would do that, Neil, if you if you're more comfortable with the right hand. But I sort of got used to the left hand, so yeah. Um, usually, I'd probably, from everything I've read, I'd probably prefer the left hand because it's yeah. my non-dominant hand that frees my dominant hand for, say, a reserve, a cell phone, communications, whatever else I need. Yeah. I wonder how we could switch it. I mean, I wonder if it was an easy switch. I don't even remember what it looked like, but could we have moved it from the left hand and moved it over to the right hand really easy? I, I don't remember. Do you remember, Neil? I don't remember. Yeah, my, my throttle is it's, it's symmetrical, so it doesn't matter which hand you'd hold it in, except that if you have it in your right hand, for mine, the readout would be upside down. So when I'm looking at the voltage and amperage and time and temperature and altitude, it, all that information that would be upside down but you can just plug the thing into a computer go into a website the website recognizes the throttle like there's a usb port on the throttle and you just tell it that you want it for set for right hand and it flips the readout over you just save it in fact actually on mine i had to go an extra step i had to save a file into the into the firmware that was 
was really not difficult to do. There's instructions on the site, but that's that's for my X4. I'm, I don't know how they're doing it on the SP140. They said it was interchangeable, but they didn't. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure it is. They sure didn't write an instruction book. No. So, hey, hey Neil, just pretty, just to, to recap here, your paramotor, you have an hour flight time is what it's rated at with that battery, right? Right. Um, how long does it take to actually change the battery out? Maybe five minutes? Is it pretty easy? Um, Thirty seconds. You you Dude. unplug a a, a two prong cord. Basically, like unplugging yeah. a a cord from an outlet, and then you pull it up and out. Yeah, gotcha. What? So, it's, so it, it, it's easier to change the battery than it is to fuel up a, a gas engine. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Takes me about five minutes to change my batteries, and I have like eight plugs to unplug, four on each side, and then I have to unstrap the pair of batteries from the upper and lower rack as I got them mounted and then put new ones, but I've only got two batteries, so I just fly with them once a day. I'll tell you what, man, getting, getting at an hour flight time, they're getting to where they're, they're really yeah. feasible. Um, yeah. There's so many things about electric paramotor to yeah. make it um, better than a, a gas-powered one. Noise, yeah. torque, um, not having to worry about, you know, cold engine restarts, and there's yeah. less parts to come off and go through the prop. Uh, there's it's just yes. a, you know a lot of benefits to it, but the big drawback is flight time. And yeah, and you know if you want to do any cross countries where you're going to be flying for hours, then I don't know. Not going to work. Not going to yeah, work. Yeah. work. The SB or my X4 is my first paramotor that I've owned, so I literally don't know what I'm missing as far as flight time. A 25 minute flight feels like a long time to me, but that's just me. Have you ever flown it until the battery? you know, ran out and you just came down? Um, uh, the price of batteries, no. <laughs> I, I don't want to push them. I'd like to arrive at the field with 10%. It's not less. good for the batteries. Yeah. It's I not mean, good I for mean, the batteries to push them. So I mean, I, I mean, if, if, uh, if you're flying and it's mm -hmm. a zero, does that mean it's zero? You better just come down or zero it, and you have it, to it'll just off? get stuck. What'll happen is the voltage it's not going to cut off on you because of safety. It wouldn't do that. What it'll do is it'll say the battery would sacrifice itself for what little bit of power you're going to ask for, but you're not going to have a lot. If, if you arrive at the field with, you know, like say in your, in your voltage readout is good. In my case, about 42, it'll be dead at 40. It's going to start dropping really quickly. And at 42 volts, instead of the 44 or 45, it's, it's at fully charged. I'm not going to have the thrust, so I'm going to be asking for a long go around. It ain't going to be there, so it's it's really not something you want to do. Is arrive with with the battery near its end because it can it'll drop off in a hurry, almost like you've run out of gas, and then you'll be destroying a very expensive battery in the process. Yeah, once your battery drops below a certain level, I think it automatically deploys your reserve. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would be cool, except that I don't fly with a reserve. Oh, do you not? I don't. Yeah, I fly as if I don't have a reserve because I don't. So, like I said, I'm waiting for the I'm waiting for the sun to go down just a little bit farther tonight, and the thermals to ease off. The wind is going to be perfect. What what part of the country are you in? You wait for the sun to go down still? Yeah, I'm in. I'm on. Uh, I'm on the wet coast over here. Um, yeah, I'm actually in Vancouver, coast. Canada. Vancouver, Canada, just a little bit uh, west west of it, west of Vancouver, if you can imagine. Man, I bet that is a beautiful place to fly. 
it is a beautiful place to fly. I was looking to see if I could share a picture here, but I'm, I'm not that familiar with Zoom. So if you, uh, I've got a, I just posted a couple of my Instagram is G-R-E-J-E-N-711 on Instagram. Okay, do we have any um, questions in the chat? Mark, I guess some folks wondering where the leers are at. They must be out flying. Yeah, they texted mm -hmm. me that they're going to go out and fly for a little bit before they jump on. Yeah, I just text them, and uh, Jade said that Eric just got done flying, and they're on their way home, so they should be here shortly. Okay, good deal. Okay. I have a question there, Sean. Yes. <clears throat> um, you know, every, everything battery operated that I've ever purchased, you know, they says, yeah, it'll give you a, it'll give you an hour, but then practical use of it, you end up getting 40 minutes or 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. or whatever. So when you say you get an hour of flight, are you basing that on what the manufacturer states or is that, how do they rate that? Anybody? Um, it, the manufacturer says that they got an hour battery and a half an hour battery, right, Neil? Yeah, um, they're taking an average size paraglider with an average size pilot, and you get about an hour. Um, from what I've been reading, um, one of the guys that was he was like 145 pounds. Um, I think he was flying a 20 or 22 meter paraglider. He was getting like an hour and 20 minutes, hour and 30 minutes. Now the guy that was flying that was 260 pounds and flying a, a 30 meter, he was only getting like 45 minutes. Yeah. So um, I'm flying a I'm at 185 pounds and flying a 28 meter wing, so I'm gonna see how long I get. Is there a projected lifespan of those batteries today? Um. They're claiming about thousand cycles. Yeah, and my my the batteries in my X four that I'm flying, I'll, I'll be really lucky to get 300, 400 cycles if I don't push them. So that's why I don't push them. They're definitely uh, uh, the lipos have more punch, but they they don't have the cycle life that uh, your batteries do, Neil. So one of the reasons I'm still I'm really interested in an SB one forty myself. And. Just so we covered it, which I think that we did, in case we missed it, how much did the um, did the first generation with the four engines or the yeah the four motors cost the one that you got, Greg? Um, in Canada, I, like I tell people, it was like ten grand all in for my wing and my motor and everything, batteries. Um, the first batteries I, I purchased were two thousand dollars Canadian, and I went across the border and picked them up and forgot. Screwed up to tell uh, uh, Canadian government border officials that they were in the back of the car. The second one has cost me two hundred and, uh, or sorry, not two hundred, a thousand dollars. And then there was a, the next set were thirteen hundred. By the time I got, got them shipped to me, um, the motor, the, the they sell the X4 kit for thirty two hundred US. And then on top of that, you have to add a harness, which is 500 bucks. Um, and you have to add your batteries, which are, you know, thousand or $1,200 US for four. I've got eight, so that's that. 
and chargers then you got to buy chargers so you, you get it all together is about seven and that's with a prop also oh yeah yeah four props and that's a nice thing i i caught a, uh, another nice thing about the x4 that that you're not going to have with the sp140 is if you catch a prop it's 20 bucks well 50 bucks for a pair of them you buy them in pairs because there's a right and a left so i bought a couple of spare part spare props a while back it was 50 bucks are those carbon no minor wood actually i repaired one it uh caught a loose loose battery strap and uh it just just broke the battery strap and put a small crack on the prop and i just glued it back together with uh gorilla band super glue and some little bit of wood filler and cleaned it all up tested it make sure it was good and away it went yeah fixed really good okay right. no du no duct tape no duct tape Oh man, it's too small for duct tape. And and Neil, um, you got a couple of different prices for yours too, right? Because it depends on if you get the three prop or the two blade. Right. If you get the uh, the hour battery or the half hour battery. So, do you remember what the difference was and how much extra you had to pay? I think the three prop is like one hundred and fifty dollars extra, and uh, the hour to two hour battery was like two hundred dollars extra. Or a half hour to hour battery, it was right around 150 or 200. Um, I think it's like 6,900 for the two prop, and uh, it was like 7,100 for the uh, the three prop. There was a 120 dollar hazmat shipping fee for the battery, though. Yeah, for sure. Um, so altogether, so altogether, about seventy five hundred for an hour worth of flight. Yeah, about seventy five hundred. And, no, and then no, extra battery pack no was twelve hundred. No spark plugs, no maintenance. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Evening, guys. Hey, Walter. How are you? Am I sharing the screen uh, properly? Can everybody see me? Yeah, I, I, can, I can see you, but yeah. there's no video. It's just a picture. Yeah, just a picture. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm looking at I'm looking at the uh, props. You got you know quad motors on there. Yeah, I, I snapped that picture from the video just to get the props going through the sunlight perfectly. So yeah. Yeah. Heck yeah. So do y'all let your batteries cool? I know you talked about getting a second battery so you can just charge it and go back up. But, you know, it's my understanding with most battery packs, you're supposed to let them cool before you put them on the charger. Um, Mine don't warm up that much. Is that right? Okay. I'm just not, I'm just, they're just overrated for what I'm doing. They're capable of probably putting 500 amps out. I'm using two, 260, 280 on a climb up. So I can, I could hold the battery. I could hold my power down full. Right until until the batteries were dead, and I wouldn't be I wouldn't be over pulling over draining them. Uh, so so, so landing pulling your battery straight out, putting it straight on charger is not an issue then. Yeah, by the time I come home, they're cool enough to throw. And what I do is they're they're I guess by the time I get home, they're cool enough. Um, I put the put them on the chargers, and I and I do what's called a storage charge for lipos. So you, you charge them up to about 50% and then they just stay there overnight. And the next morning I look at the weather, if I'm going to fly, which I am, then I throw the chargers back on and charge them all the way up and they're ready to go. So that's balancing yeah. as well, right? 
Yep. How many cells are each of the batteries? Mine are, uh, I'm flying six cell batteries. How uh, many? You can get a seven and you hook and you connect them in two, two, uh, two, seri- two, ba- two batteries in series. So basically I'm running 12S. If you're used to lipo nomenclature, I'm flying uh, 12S. And uh, I'm flying four packs of 22,000 milliamp hours or 22 amp hours each. It adds up to about four kilowatt hours, which is just about exactly the same size, I think, as the same capacity as Neil's battery. He's just getting a lot more efficient use out of it. So, Greg, is your battery pack uh, a lot lighter being lithium? Oh, I'm sorry? Is your battery pack lighter in weight? Um, I think it's about the same weight as Neil's. I'm figuring 240, I, I got about 40 pounds of batteries, give or take, plus yeah. cables, so 41, 42 pounds of battery yeah. and, and a 20-pound unit, so I'm about 60, a little over 60 pounds. And Neil, um, uh, well, Neil and Sean, I heard you say about the new batteries being the, the new type Tesla when they come out. Uh, it'll be a big reduction in weight Maybe. and size. Um, with more power. So that, that'll be interesting whether it goes to an hour and a half, two hours. They have, um, yeah. the battery that I have is about 60% of the battery that they're putting in the new Teslas for uh, storage and uh, capacity per kilogram. Yeah, yeah per kilogram. Okay. So just when that becomes where he can get a hold of them. Yeah. That will be a 40% increase in yep. flight time right there for the same yep. weight. Yep. Yep. The 4160s. The the biggest advantage, I've been watching the battery tech for well, since I bought my X4. Uh, I've been watching battery tech and for like a hawk and 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 the biggest advantages uh, advances that I see coming will probably be in safety and cost and not so much in energy density, overall gravimetric energy density. You'll see little bumps in gravimetric energy density. So like you said, 40, a 40% increase if we get a hold of some uh, Tesla 4160 cells. Keep our fingers crossed, that would be fine. But they'll probably be cheaper and safer. Um, I, I got a question um, for Neil. Neil, do you by any chance, do you or have you heard about uh, charging at 50% and then charging it the rest of the time or, you know, uh, full all the way up to 100% before you're ready to go fly? Have you heard that before Greg said that? Yeah, I've heard that. Um, I also fly the little remote control airplanes. Yeah. Um, it's basically the same technology, but a lot bigger. Mm-hmm. Um, I have several chargers that... Um, We'll do, I think uh, it'll go up to 8 or 10S. It won't do the 100-volt batteries. But uh, you select it, and you can charge it, um, the batteries, and store the batteries. Um, But like I said, it's all just miniature versions of it. Your your batteries are the are the round cells, more like what's in a power tool or or the electric cars are using, though, right? You know? Yeah. 
yeah so those those are a lot less um sensitive to being stored at charge right the, the, yeah the lipo pouch cells that i'm flying is like you say they're basically giant well they're giant quad batteries is what they are is they're giant um they're giant drone batteries right i just have a lot of giant drone batteries and those are uh, those are pretty a little sensitive to being charged being stored at full charge right but like i said you're going to get you know thousand cycles i'm going to get 300 400 you know i hope well that's that's a big difference it is and that's you know that's why i was really interested in seeing the sp140 come out with uh using using the regular lithium-ion batteries and and what, the, and what was the difference between your batteries and uh neil's in terms of um the reason why yours have only about 300 cycles and neil has a thousand i'm flying the lithium polymer pouch cells if they're they have a little higher gravimetric energy density so they've been used in remote control airplanes for a long time basically it, it's like a cell like a battery in your cell phone except it's engineered for maximum power okay that's interesting yeah i could probably jump in a jump in my garage and go get one if you want to actually see the thing one of my packs sure why not yeah hang on hey just just a thought but uh maybe we come up with a list of problems that you could have with electric paramotor versus a gas one i know i can come up with a lot of problems for a gas-powered paramotor that we've had cool starts exhaust man i mean we can go on spark plugs bad fuel I mean, oh. you take vibration out of the picture for the most part. Oh, that's right. Yeah, the vibration. There yeah, was vibration. no vibration. I forgot about that. Yeah, you're right. Vibration of time will tear apart anything. Uh, I think, Sean, uh, what I did notice is apart from a little little bit of squeal from the motor, it's, it's all prop noise. That's what I liked about it. So there's no... None of that ringing from the two-stroke that tends to uh, really get in your ear after a while. Yeah, I think that the only thing that it has is a high-pitched whining noise. Yeah. That kind of drowns out when you have your, your earmuffs on anyways, or if you're listening to, to music or what have you. I'm yeah. guessing under full climb out that the prop noise of the gas and electric motors uh, is dominant, and they're both just about as noisy. Um, but when it's under a low RPM or, you know, idle, the, the noise will be significantly different. Yep. I heard an electric paramotor fly one time and I was surprised on how loud it was, but most of the noise was coming from the prop. And I make a lot of noise, prop noise. I got four props. Neil's yeah, is, is definitely quieter. Yeah. Hey, from hey Neil, by any chance, do you have the videos of, um, uh, you took of me while you were on the ground? Yeah, I was, um, I was not able to get those from your uh, with from your OneDrive. It wouldn't okay. give me access to see them. But if you have those, I'd love to to see them. So if you can pull those up, pull those up, and let's see, Greg, let's see those. Uh, yeah, those what I did what I did to mount my batteries is I I I strapped I strapped a set of four together, and I've got two like this. Right, this is about twenty pounds. 
Yeah, and I got and and this is one of the reasons that the, the SB140 is a lot more convenient than than mine because I've got all of these. I have to plug all this in, right? Two and two more, two on the right, two on the left, two on the right, two on the left, and and I have to hang this one and another one on the back of my motor, right? So it's it's a lot and and charging, of course. And we've got the balance taps on the back here, and so I set the chargers on top and plug it all in. And it's a lot of plugging and unplugging. Uh, Niels is going to be a lot easier because basically all the charge intelligence is built into the pack. And all he has to do is plug it. Well, you watched it on your video, right? You, when you unboxed it, you just plug the thing in and flip the charger on and away it goes. It's a whole yep. lot simpler. And you can charge it in the machine, right? And right. I don't have to be mounting and dismounting it. Because I have to, because these are six cell, six cell each battery, right? And I'm running a 12S system. So when I when I go to fly, I have to put, hook them up in series, and then when I'm charging them, I have six S chargers, so I got to unplug them to hook them into the charger. So a lot of plugging and unplugging. It's just one of the disadvantages of the X4. So I don't have maintenance on a two-stroke, but I have I have to baby my batteries. Right. So did you build that battery? Is that or is that something you bought? I I strapped them together, right? You you buy you buy them. They come, uh, you know, I bought four at a time. So you get the okay. four, four sets of uh, six cell packs, right? I strapped them together with, with strapping tape and, and, and uh, you know, doodads around the corner here to make sure it would stay together very, very solidly. And I've got an aluminum bracket on the, on the top here. And there's, uh, that, that slips on the posts on my uh, paramotor. So I yeah. just, Slap that on, and it sits there on the posts, on the linen posts. We're up, we're down. We had an episode. Oh man, it's probably been four or five months ago now. Jordan Anger, he's out of Florida. I might be mistaken. I think he's an electrical engineer, and he's building his own electric paramotors. Mm -hmm. on the show. And uh, you know, we talked all about Tesla batteries and stuff back then too. Right. But I'm, I'm just curious. You don't happen to know him, do you? What he's was the name again? Jordan Anger. Um, no, it doesn't sound familiar. I haven't run okay. into him on the paramotor forums. Well, we can put we can put you in touch with him. I'm guessing the electric paramotor community is a is a small world still. Yeah, it um, is. So anyway, he 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 seems pretty sharp, and he's building his own units. So uh, yeah, that'd be neat to see what he comes up with. Um, one of the, I think one of the other efficiencies that uh, you get with the SP140 is is because it's a higher voltage system. Um, and and you'll probably see a lot of a lot of people in electric paramotors going to the higher voltage. So mine is a lower voltage and it'd be a more specialized pack. Yeah, I was interested in the uh, the noise level, and um, I don't know if you guys seen uh, Dave uh, Wolf did a comparison uh, with a dB meter on different motors and also aircrafts and uh, they're no noisier than a, than a normal aircraft. Uh, mm -hmm. I'd love to see the DB meter with this electric, what, uh, what yeah. Neil's got. Uh, I think it'd be uh, quite a lot of difference, uh, lower in noise. I, that, that, that's what I noticed by Sean's uh, video is uh, it's just prop noise. 
So there's yep. no motor, there's no ringing, there's no pulse of the exhaust. Uh, well, actually, than- actually, we uh, we spun it up before we put the prop on, and yeah. it was a high pitched noise, and we put yeah. on hearing protection because it was loud. Yep. Yeah, right. Yeah, that that high pitched noise. I think that's coming from this the interaction between the speed controller and the motor, actually. Because it, and if you're right at full throttle, I don't I don't hear that high pitch whining on mine. I do hear it at, when I start to crack the throttle. I definitely hear that high pitch whistle. That I get four of those speed controllers go doing that, and then it's, it, when it's going to full throttle, I I don't wear hearing protection when I'm flying. I just un, unplug my hearing aids, and <laughs> I guess and, uh, I guess that's yeah, your. I had the hearing aids long before I had the paramotor, um, but. Um, yeah, yeah, it's not it's not too bad. Most of the noise is the props. So really, uh, Greg, uh, Neil, you wouldn't know yet, but uh, uh, Brian, you were saying about the uh, the problems with a, a petrol motor. It's I think your list would be longer than your arm, but uh, with the electric, you've really only got two or three things that that's going to go wrong, either your battery, your controller. Maybe the bearings on the motor eventually, but yeah. Yeah. There's there's very little to go wrong. There's very little parts to break and go off through the prop. I mean, so many people lose props because something on their engine fell off, you know? Yeah. Yeah. One of the, the things that I used in justifying buying is my experience with uh, electric drills and battery-powered drills. There's very little. I mean, you can abuse the uh, new battery-powered drills, and they barely ever break on you. Yeah. Um, They don't just quit. Um, Yeah. As long as you're watching your battery capacity, um, you just swap batteries out and you keep on going. Yeah. Uh, I have a rigid uh, drill. They have a lifetime warranty on their batteries and on their drills now. Well, the uh, the, the early Tesla uh, early Tesla cars, which are over ten years old, they're still going with their. Well, a lot of them. I don't know about all of them, but a lot of them seems to still be going with their original battery pack, which is. Which is outstanding, 10, yeah, 10 plus years. Yeah. yeah. And the, the new battery, uh, Elon states, 30 years of life. So that's uh, something to look forward to. Mm-hmm. Here, here is the, um, the video when we tried to so run it up the first time. Top button, right? Right. We spooled it up. I don't know if we did, I don't know if we played or not, but. It was really loud. Yep. Like annoying loud. Yeah. Ah, that's all right. Does it sound? How does it? How does it sound that way with the prop on it? You can hear the prop, and then you hear that that high pitched yeah. whining noise underneath the prop. So it's the prop noise. Old race cars. Oh yeah, it is, isn't it? Eighties. Okay, so this. Oh, this. Yeah. So it was. It was pretty loud. It was loud and annoying. Sean, do you reckon you hit the button um, 
when you were about to take off and lost the because uh, the button does stick out a bit. I'm wondering if you knock the button and you have you have to you have out. to double tap it, and it's not just oh, a okay. tap and a tap. It has to be like a quick tap tap. So yeah. Yeah. and 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 we were having problems with it. Matter of fact, um, that's one of the things that uh, we were we we're we we're doing on here that um, it was it was difficult to uh, to get the thing um, on. Um, hey, Sean. The 44. You got throttle, sir. To, What's that? When I'm trying to teach my mom how to double click a mouse, she has the same issue. So don't feel bad. I think it's just <laughs> yeah. So, so, so check this out. That top button, right? Right. Yeah. It takes a few. Yeah, getting used to. So it seems like it'd be pretty simple for somebody to make a Bluetooth version of this. That way, you don't have to have a throttle hand you can put it in either hand anytime that's what i like that's what I like. it's going to be lag they call that yeah LAC lag and lag and, and you'd worry about the wireless connection i'd yeah. want a wired yeah. connection and yeah. and at first i found the double click a little annoying as well because it was like top top oh damn and i'd reach with my other hand and tap it very deliberately click click and then it would go but it, it in use, it feels safer that way because I know I'm not going to inadvertently hit it twice quickly. Right. It has to be a very deliberate double tap. And, yeah. and there's just no way kiting, <clears throat> if I'm kiting the wing and getting busy to do something else, I'm not going to double tap that thing inadvertently. Right. And that's, that's what I'm thinking too. So I don't know how it went from, you know, me uh, revving it up. To yeah, I don't know how you would have, yeah. To, I mean, does it just turn off after a certain amount of time of inactivity or what? I don't know. Neil, do you know if it turns off? That I haven't found out yet. Okay. We're able to find mine, any of those videos by chance? <laughs> mine doesn't. No, I haven't. Um, they're on my phone and transparent. Um, I got the laptop set up for school, so I, a lot of things I don't have on this laptop. Yeah. Neil, on on yours, when you plug the batteries in, is there a switch as well? Like uh, no, there's switch? not. There's not. So as soon as you plug the batteries in, the controller had the controller will activate. Right. Right. Is there and, and there's no it, what what's the indication that it's activated besides maybe it buzzes and the lights come uh, up? Is there a beep? beep? There's a beep. There's a beep. And then no. beep. Um, and it keeps beeping until you arm it. Right. Annoying beep. Yeah. Yeah, it should be an annoying beat. <laughs> it's very annoying. Yeah. I think I think that's one of the things that we found out when we put this in and we uh we plugged <clears> it in. <throat> it was like just a non stop annoying yeah. beep. Uh, is there anything that holds the battery in or is it just the white? So as soon as he plugs it in, this is what we hear. Yeah. Yeah. That's just That's arming. Even more annoying than mine. Yeah. Yeah. I like, you, how, I like how it has the altimeter, too. That was pretty cool. Yeah, altimeter's neat. Yeah. Neil, can you reach that switch, The your master switch? Can you reach that from the seat, or have you tried? Uh, there is no master switch on it. Oh, right. There's no master switch right now. Yeah, as soon as you plug it in. Right. Because I, I use that. I use that as Guess my we'll find out, right? I leave I leave my master switches off until because because I I would be reaching through the propeller to plug, to plug it in. Yeah, as soon as you plug yeah, it, it yeah. makes that noise. 
So you don't want anybody else near that throttle while you're plugging the battery in because your hands are through the prop while you're doing it. Yeah, you can, on that one, you can actually plug in from the front. So Okay, yeah, of course you would be able to, yeah. Yeah, I can't do that. You don't have to reach through the front. Yeah, you could you could reach from the front and, and do that. Yeah, for sure I would be doing that, yeah. Yeah, I didn't even think about that until you just said it. It's like, didn't yeah. Even, yeah, I didn't even think about it. It's like we're behind yeah. it, plugging it in. Yeah, well, it's, it's just how much you want to trust that the electronics are not going to glitch. I, well, you know, the, the, the odds of them glitching in that particular way at that particular moment is probably one, you know, infinitesimal, but why take the chance? I, I leave my switches off because I have master switches. I leave them off and then I get the unit on my back and then I switch, then I reach around and, 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 and flip the switches on and then it starts beeping. I actually clear prop before I do that too, so. Neil, your motor, uh, do you know what the output is of the motor like? I told Transport Canada it was 10 kilowatt hours, or 10 kilowatts. So we're about 13 horse. Is that old? Sorry? Is that, is that old? old? Um, mine is a lot lighter. Neil's, Neil's, yours is probably closer to 15 to 18 horse, I'm thinking. It's got a lot more power than, my, than, than mine. I'm a little bit... I'm really not sure on that. Because what I did was I just multiplied the, the load voltage by the amperage that it pulls when I've got it under full throttle. And that comes when, when I'm freshly charged batteries, it comes up to about 10, 11 kilowatts. So it was about 13, 14 horse. Wow. And it feels like lots of thrust because it's there all at once, right? Yeah, it's torque. Yeah. Yeah. And, well, I don't have the torque, right? Because I've got four small props. Neil, Neil will have the torque too, but yeah. I definitely got the thrust. Yeah. Plus, he's spinning the 140 prop too, yeah. which is uh, yeah, yeah, going to give it a lot of lot of torque. Yeah. Uh, Neil, uh, Neil, you haven't flown it yet, but uh, Sean, did you notice any any torque to the right or left or anything like that from the power? Um, no different than the Moster 185. So, you know, I'm, I'm used to having the torque that goes off to the right. So, you know, I'm just, I was just used to it. Matter of fact, on the video that you saw, it, it torqued just a little bit, but not that much. I mean, I pretty much went up pretty straight. I was, yeah, that's what I was, I was noticing. Yeah. You, 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 you were heading for a light pole <laughs> when you first went off. Looks like uh, Brian Haybale Waller's got a bail. So thank you for joining us, Brian. Appreciate you. See you, Brian. Did he already leave? Yeah. He's oh, gone. Brian already bailed. Well, yeah. thank you, Brian. Thank you, <laughs> Brian. <laughs> like, I'm out of here. Goodbye. It is uh, 819. Um, Neil, how long are you able to chat with us tonight? I totally forgot about asking how long you could chat. Yeah, I got about another hour and a half before I got to go to work. Oh, well, we're not going to talk that long, so you're perfectly good. I was thinking about maybe yeah, sure. minutes or so. Yeah, I work from 11 p.m. to 7 a.m. So. I did that very, very briefly when I was putting myself through college, and I'm glad I'm done with that. Um, yeah. yeah. So uh, since since you got to go to work soon, um, you know we we can let you go and we can kind of 
chill out on this uh you know maybe go ahead and close out here in another 10 minutes so we can wind down is there any any questions for neil uh from the chat or for the panel yeah one more question <clears throat> is uh because competition is really good and that's what helps drive prices down and gets you know the juices flowing for creativity is there any other company that's doing what open ppg is doing now there are several in europe um but their price range is ten thousand to thirteen thousand. Wow! Wow! So, their the comp their open PPG is um, pretty far under their price range. Definitely, Neil. That's an American American company. That's American dollars. Yeah. Okay. They seem to be the early Tesla air motors. Yeah. Yeah. I I'm pretty sure it's the future. I mean, everything's going that way, cars, et cetera. And uh, apart from being out in the wilderness and having the uh, capability of recharging, um, <laughs> what sort of generator would you would you need? It's a 1,200-watt um, charger. So it'll plug, in, yeah, yeah. it'll plug into a 110 volt outlet. Yep. Oh, I'm just thinking like out on the out in the wilderness, you'd you'd need a generator to to charge your, you know, to charge everything up. So it doesn't need that big a battery char uh, generator. Are you talking about like going on, like going to a fly-in and then having to, you know, charge yeah. up batteries? Okay. Yeah. Um, actually, you could hook uh, four 300-watt um, solar panels up and charge it off solar panels. Oh, that'd be nice. Yeah, that would be. So Mark McElroy from ParalifePPG.com asked, uh, why did you go electric instead of gas? What, what, were, the, what were your reasonings? Neil. Mine, um, one is a, I belong to a, a paramotor group around here, and there's been several people that they've had problems with their exhaust. They're out of flying for exhaust. One guy burned his, his uh, paraglider on the exhaust. Um, the carburetor, several people has been not able to fly because of their carburetor. Um, the hundred hour maintenance. Um, like I said, I have several weed eaters that I get a year from and then I can't keep them running or they'll run 15 minutes and die. So I went to my car's partially electric. I have a plug-in hybrid. Um, I've went battery powered on the weed eaters. Now battery powered on the chainsaws. Um, and they're doing really well. Um, have a battery-powered lawnmower and a battery-powered chainsaw and battery-powered weed eaters. Yeah, yeah. so um, as soon as they, the, the zero-turn riding mm -hmm. lawnmowers come down in price, um, Ego has yeah. one, but it's $5,000. Yeah. Um, I'll probably change the zero-turn to a, a battery-powered. I think you make a good point there, uh, Neil. Uh, this and and uh, 
hay bale, uh, Brian said it earlier. There's just so many things that can either fall off of a motor, your exhaust, you know, nuts, bolts, this and that, where mm -hmm. there's really nothing on your machine that's going to fly off. Yeah, no, it's, it's the battery goes into electronic speed controller to the motor. Yep. And, uh, and nothing moves but the prop. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And the vibration is a lot less, I've noticed, even from my memory of the Blackhawk. And, and, and yeah, every time I think about a two-stroke motor, I think about all those little bolts and nuts that are vibrating all the time and keeping them from coming off. The other thing is I don't have to mix gas or get special oil. Yeah. Um, yeah. A lot of people around here fly with a hundred low lead where you have to <laughs> have to buy it at the airport. Mm -hmm. So five dollars a liter. Yeah, it's four sixty nine, four dollars and sixty nine cents for a gallon yeah. of uh, aviation fuel. So two dollars a liter, yeah. So um the the electricity is a lot cheaper and a lot more convenient i just plug it into my wall yeah yep. you guys want to do a screenshot real quick absolutely we got Sit a big, back and smile big shot lots of people everybody say everybody hey, say north carolina first in flight hey. north carolina first in <laughs> flight <laughs> Makeup. I have to do my makeup. Hold on. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Ready? One, two, three. Cheeseburgers. Paramotor. Go. Electric. <laughs> it's electric. <laughs> woogie, 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 right? It's electric. Oh, did you get it already? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're a half hour late, Linda. Yeah, story of my life. <laughs> <laughs> and JP has to go too, right, JP? I do. Thank it's you. always a pleasure, guys. Can't yeah. wait to see you next week. Cheers, Mister <laughs> We'll see you, JP. I'm gonna go fly. Yeah, TikTok. He's a TikTok dancer. He's a TikTok king. He's all of that. Absolutely. Well, we don't want to tell him that too much because then his head gets big and then you can't, you know, we want to be able to talk to him anymore, Sean. Get the show and he'll be like, yeah. What's he, up? Won't, he won't fit on the screen anymore. <laughs> I know, exactly. Need a bigger TV. Um, if you become a member of my channel, you get the shout out. So let me go ahead and shout out a couple people. Todd Mead uh, is, a, um, is a member of the channel. So shout out to you, Todd Mead, Kent Stamey is also a member. We appreciate your brother and also uh, Brian Waller. They have access to things that nobody else gets to and it only starts at $2.99 a month, which is a lot less than what people have donated here on the chat, uh, on the super chat. So just $2.99 a month, you get access to all my videos before the ads get put on and you can watch them before anybody else gets to watch them. Woohoo! I know, right? Hey, it's something neat. Oh, that's all I got to say. Um, we are at uh, 8.27 p.m. Um, Neil, was there anything else that you wanted to add that we did not talk about as far as your um, paramotor yet? Um, not really. Um, I'm going to be experimenting with it quite a bit 
this upcoming month, I'm going to be answering most of the questions that you guys ask. Um, hopefully I'll get it up in flight. Um, but that not really much to add. When are you going to be doing your training? You said so you can get up there and um, uh, start flying. I, I haven't got with Brian because, um, my schedule may be changing dramatically here. Um, Wednesday, we go through a, a two week bid cycle on jobs and hopefully I'm changing off third shift, getting weekends again here this week. So I've been kind of waiting on that. I mean, third shift, um, really messes with your sleep cycle. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like a, a friend from my high school was an aviation mechanic and worked graveyards half of his life. So. And Tuesday and Wednesday as your weekend also. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was shifts and is an inconvenience. And Neil, I hope you get in the air soon. Uh, it'd be very interesting to see a bit more of uh, what's it called? SP 140? Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's a great, great unit, and you're going to have a lot of uh, fun with it for a long time. It'd be a mm -hmm. great way. Way to I hope you do too. Be a great way yeah. to kickstart your YouTube channel, Neil. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'll, I'll have to work on that. Yeah, exactly. And then we'll have to have something like PPG Electric or something.com yeah. <laughs> to come up with something really cool. Um, any questions for Neil from the panel, or any questions from? the chat not that i've seen in there right now all right um how about we go ahead and kill the live stream and uh just chat for a little bit uh on after party you know after show i dropped the zoom id and passcode in the chat so just go ahead and jump on and uh, uh you go to waiting room just for a second until i click you guys back in uh, because of that fun thing that we had what a couple of uh podcast ago so we got to lock down everything so was there any other questions that you guys wanted to ask or anything like that panel anything that you wanted to say talk about chat about covered a lot john we sure did we sure did so don't forget tomorrow guys uh never trust the skinny chef shane has a show and you can go to his channel at ppgshane.com. It's a good hangout, so make sure you go there and, and check him out. Uh, go over and check out Will Fly's shenanigans at willflyppg.com. Walter, he's an honorary ppgwalter.com. You can check out his uh, stuff. Linda Anderson at paramomusa.com. And uh, Greg, I don't know your stuff real quick. Hey. My stuff. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, you're. you're I don't, I have YouTube, Do you have any? I have a YouTube channel. I I guess you just look up Greg Jensen or uh, try and find Paramotoring Gibsons, uh, as in Gibsons BC, and you'll find it. And my uh, Instagram is G R E J E N seven one one. I don't think I'll remember that, but no, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> the first, yeah, yeah. Anyway, it's that's that's fine. I'm not really. Well, appreciate really pressing my social media at all just yet. It's been, but it's been fun talking with you. And yeah, appreciate and, uh, you jumping yeah. on and telling us about the, John. the next four. I appreciate it. And of course, yeah. you know the man of the hour, Neil, Neil Zimmer, hey. that uh, that that let me borrow and put together, did a video all all on his machine, and I awesome. appreciate you, you know, um, 
trusting me enough to take it up in the air. And I'm going to, I want to take it up again. So whenever you get the chance, Neil, let me, uh, let me know. If you want to get up with Neil, make sure you go to paramotorguest.com and you'll be forwarded over to his channel and well, his Facebook. So you can talk with him if you want to more about this uh, SP140. You guys really appreciate you jumping on. If you want to jump on the after show, the link is in the chat. Just jump on. We'll chat for a little I'm bit. Go fly. I'm going to go fly. And Greg's going to go fly. And uh, we're, this is not going to be a long thing tonight, but we definitely appreciate everybody. Make sure you go to, over to clearproptv.com. Fill out that form. Let us know that you want some free stickers, and we'll send you some free stickers out to you for absolutely free. So thank you very much, uh, guys and gals. Um, we're going to head on out. Anybody want to say anything before we head on out? I want to congratulate Kite Dude. He I actually haven't. Have you seen Kite Dude in the chat? He ordered an SP140, and it's on its way to Australia. Woo! Wow. Oh. Awesome. Kite Dude. Good for you, buddy. I just want to point out, I still hasn't got her uh, kangaroo yet, so uh, oh, I'm blaming oh. somebody in the Ooh. <laughs> I, I just want to point out too, Walter. I've never got my kangaroo in the mail, so I'm just, I'm just saying. Yeah, no. You're the kangaroo house now. You got yours. You are in the kangaroo house. We are like in deep poopy right now. I'm just saying. Now I can get right. some more uh, for you, Sean, if you want. I'll send one to your wife, not you. Oh, oh! <laughs> oh well, if you want a mascot, I can give you. Uh, I can give you one, so you can have a mascot with you in flight. Well, I'll use my wife's uh, mascot. Matter of fact, I'll put the koala right back here in the uh, in the in the corner here when we do the podcast. It will it'll be, yeah. it'll be an honorary PPGWalter.com. Yeah. Uh, Sean, Sean, I I want to send you some uh, money for that freight, so. Let let okay. me know what it, let me know what it is, and uh, I want to contribute towards it because that big piece is going to cost a bit. We'll uh, probably put it all together and go down to the post office tomorrow and check out the prices. So I got your information. I'll I'll get up with you tomorrow. Yeah, I'll, next next week's show I'll have some money, so I'll uh, put it in. Okay. Well, there you go, then. Okay. All right. He's going to put in. Two ninety nine and become a member. <laughs> <laughs> Is that all you want? That that's all I want. It's just two ninety nine. Become a member. That's it. I, I thought I saw three ninety nine here in Australia. So <laughs> I, I don't know what it is upside down over there. I have no <laughs> no idea. All right, guys, I'm going to kill the live stream. We appreciate you all. Make sure you go to clearproptv.com. Check us out every Monday over to pbgshane.com. Check out Shane's and paramotorgirl.com on Wednesday night show. Y'all have a great evening. And uh, Linda Anderson has one more thing for a Thursday night show. What was that? Paraglidingchalk.com. All right. Awesome host, Robert Michaels. And I'm the paramom of Robert Michaels. So you got Step Did you say paraglidingtalk.com? Dot com. Dot I com. did. I did, Walter. Walter. Jane you know it. You know it, baby. You know it. Yeah. You know Thanks, where to Greg. hang on Thursday night. 
right. Thank you, Greg, and thank you, Neil, for the information. That was a good show. Absolutely. Appreciate you. And the Wednesday night show. You're welcome. Oh, and Wednesday, my favorite girl. Yeah, um, I guess Jade and Eric are, are still um, landing and putting together their stuff to, and they're not able to jump on the show. It's all right. It's all good. I'd, I'd, ra I'd rather be flying if I could. You know, I don't blame you guys. Shaney, tomorrow night, Tuesday night is Tuesday night with hanging out with the Shaney. Yeah, Shane, what's going on? Well, Tuesday night, we're going to have a hangout. We're going to pretty much be uh, just like sitting around a fire campfire and just shooting a BS and having a good time. And then don't forget Wednesday, girls just want to have fun. It's an all girl um, podcast or podcast whatever it is um yeah. somehow somehow i've asked my wife a million times to be part of my show and she said no but jade asked her so you can see my wife and jade wednesday nights what is it uh seven o'clock central time um is it seven o'clock central time central, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah seven o'clock central and you can find her at paramotorgirl.com when she goes live so, so don't fun. forget to hit that yes. subscribe button, that bell notification. Yes. Neil, any 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 words of wisdom before we leave, Neil? None right now. Greg, anything? Any Neil, words of wisdom? Thank you. Wish everybody some smooth air. There you go. Walter, anything before we go? Uh, no, not really. I've uh, <clears throat> enjoyed the show. You always put out good information. Your blogs, Sean. And uh, yeah, keep it up. Awesome. Appreciate it, sir. Anything, Linda, before we go? Huh? What? Anything, Linda, before we go? Any words well, of wisdom? Have, you know, I always have something. You know, I just, I, I love my Monday night. You know, you guys rock it. And uh, on Mondays, you guys just, you're my family. I'm going to tell you, you're my family. And we got our chatters. And they all jump on and our followers and all that. And I appreciate every one of you. I just want to tell you. Yeah. Especially when you could be flying instead of being on the show. I totally understand. Um, yeah. Yeah. Will fly any words of wisdom before we head on out? Fly it if you got it. Fly if you got Woo, it. Lady, woo. I'll turn hey. no, I'm gone. <laughs> yeah, well, go fly night, everybody. Thanks, Thanks man. Greg. Cheers. All right, cutting live stream, but we're still going to hang out here. I put the ID and passcode into the um, into the super chat, and uh, join us. Peace out. Peace. All right, here we are. Thank you very much for listening to Clear Prop TV, PPG Grandpa's Paramotor Podcast, and paratalk.org. Hey, you know what? It's all the same thing. We were just trying different things over the over the last two years to try to figure out what would be the best way to actually advertise this. Hey, thank you, Neil. We appreciate you jumping on here and allowing me to fly on Wednesday and do a review unboxing and putting it together with you. Man, I had such a great time, so I really, truly appreciate it, Neil. If you want to help support the show, please go over to ppggrandpa.com or iflyparamotors.com. Hit that join button and you can actually be a member of my channel. You get all sorts of really cool perks. All the perks are laid out in different tiers. It's kind of like Patreon, but better.
<laughs> Anyways, check it out. Thank you so much for listening to the show. We'll see you next week. Episode 12, which will be July. No, July. Okay. Uh, okay. July 12th, episode 80. We're going to have Jim. He's the one that's putting on together our paramotor uh, calendars. He just soloed yesterday. We saw his solo um, on the after show. And if he's able to, he's going to be on uh, for episode 80, talking about his soloing and him flying and the different things that are different over in Canada than it is over here in the United States. So can't wait for that. Once again, thank you, guys. Uh, we'll see you next week on ClearProp TV, PPG Grampus Paramotor Podcast, and Paratalk.org. Fly safe. We'll see you up in the sky.